Okay, we pick up on Duff 42, uh, Mem Bet, at the very top. Uh, and we start off uh, going back, actually, to the Mishnah. Uh, and uh, that it said there are three types of people, uh, Nazirim, Mitzoraim, uh, and Levim, that all have to shave their hair. And Amamar, uh, uh, the master, said, Vakrum, Shigalak, Shalo, Batar, or Shi. Uh, and uh, we said uh, with all of them if they shaved uh, with something else instead of a razor or else even if they left uh, two hairs uncut at the very end uh, they have not achieved anything that is not uh, defined as shaving um, so you have to shave with a razor and you have to shave off uh, and you know, uh, you, uh, the only thing you're allowed to leave is just one hair. Uh, you meant to shave for all your hair, but if you, you leave one hair, that is enough. Okay, so now we just have a few. Uh, uh, potential uh, situations that arise here. Amarav Acha Breda Ravika Zotomeris Rubo Kukolo Midorata. Before we actually get there, we just make one comment about that. Uh, we don't say, uh, often when we say, for example, when you shecht an animal or something like that, we say if you shecht uh, both of the animals, uh, the windpipe and the esophagus, what's known as the simanim, uh, the signs of that animal. So if you shecht most of them, uh, then that's fine. Uh, whereas over here, we say no, like the fact is that you've shaved off uh, 99% of your hair uh, the, and you've just left uh, one hair. I don't know, maybe it's more than 99% because if a person has, uh, uh, or two hairs, so, you know, maybe a person's got 198 hairs and he said he left uh, um, you know, uh, t- two hairs left. Uh, like, how does it work? Um, you know, so, so uh, if if that's if that's the case, so you don't say we saved off the overwhelming majority. It's like the whole thing. No, it literally has to save off everything, uh, and that's from uh, from Dorata. The Gemara says, "Me my." Uh, where do we uh, see that? Talking about when a Nazi, a Nazi says, "Biyom Hashmini Yigalchenu." All right, uh, the, the, on, on the on the on the seventh day, he has to shave it. And in, in, in previously in the verse, uh, it had already said it says he has to shave his head on the day Biyom Tarato, on the day that he becomes Tahor, he has to to go and shave his head. So now, it, why does it repeat on the seventh day he has to shave his head? Hachahu Dad Ikar Kulo. No. No, really what it means teaches us that specifically uh, that uh, if in this case uh, he doesn't fill the mitzvah of shaving until he's taken off everything uh, but in other places uh, then uh, uh, most of it is considered enough and I can, most of it is actually like all of it but here a specific instance uh, why it is not um, is that really true? Matkif la Rabbi Rabbi argues about that. Hi, Benazir, Tamekativ. But surely that is talking about Nazir Tamer. Remember, as you've seen throughout this Gemara, there are two types of Nazirim. One uh, becomes uh, Tamer mate uh, at some point during his uh, time period. He has to restart everything. He has to go through a, a process of becoming purified from the mate, and then uh, to, in order to restart his uh, Nazirot, he has to come and bring an offering, uh, and, this, and, and this specific offering that differentiates him uh, is uh, fr- from a normal Asham, they both bring an Ola and a Khatat, but uh, a pure Nazir just brings a Shlamim, whereas this uh, 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 impure Nazir uh, brings an Asham, and then he starts counting again. So, uh, uh, but in here, you're saying that, that these, these verses, uh, it's, it's verse 9 uh, in, in chapter 6 of uh, Bamidbar, which is what we've been dealing with chapter 6 the whole time, and uh, there's verse 9, uh, and uh, it says about that, uh, that uh, the, the, 
that's talking about an impure. So maybe it only applies to an impure Nazir. Well, how can you relate that to a pure Nazir? And it says, uh, They laughed at that in the West, uh, in Eretz Israel. It says, Really, uh, uh, we, we, how do we know that a Nazir Tameh has to shave the razor? He has to shave. Uh, we learned it because uh, from Lacha uh, of a pure Nazir, as we've seen over the last few days, uh, you know, different opinions of uh, Rebbe Yezer, etc., of, of, and, and the rabbis, versus the rabbis, uh, you know, how do you know that you have to shave it off with a razor? Uh, and it says, uh, So we see there's a connection uh, between a Nazir Tameh and a Nazir Taur. They're not... Um, in all, obviously they're not the same in all respects, but we can draw a connection between the two of them and they, we do say that they share laws and this is one of the laws uh, that they uh, uh, learn from really so we say the same way that if a, an impure Nazir uh, would leave two hairs it wouldn't be considered shaving so to here, uh, even in the case of the pure Nazir if he would have shaved two hairs, uh, he would not have achieved anything. Now, uh, so here we get to some theoretical situations. By a bias, so a asks the following: uh, What happens if a nazir shaves and he leaves over two hairs? Okay, so we know that's not really considered shaving yet. Uh, but now, v'timach timach rosho v'chazar v'gilach. Uh, so then uh, the rest of his hair uh, grew afterwards and then Vakazar Vigilkan and then you went ahead and shaved his two hairs. Uh, the, the, just those last two hairs he goes and he shaves off. Right? So on the one hand, Mao, uh, what do we look at that is uh, do we say mi akva mi akva or law? Is that uh, is that invalidate everything uh, or, or not? In other words, is that really uh, completing the initial act of shaving uh, or uh, you know, just shaving two hairs uh, from an otherwise full head of hair uh, is meaningless uh, and he has to now shave his, his whole head. So really, you know, what would we have to, do we have to look at it uh, the two ways? Do we look at it, you know, how, how things are actually now or do we see uh, how things were, were meant to be and, and uh, in order to fill the shaving uh, the, the, he has to have taken off all the hair that grew during his period of Nazirut. So here you've done it, you've done it in a strange way because uh, you've, you've cut off all but two hairs and then you go and you just cut off those two hairs. Those are the hairs uh, that uh, came and uh, were, were part of your Nazirut and, and therefore now they're all shaved off and therefore you are uh, able to, you know, that's considered a good uh, Nazirut. Or do you have to say it's, it's result orientated and as a result uh, all of your hair has to be off at the same time and that is why uh, just those two hairs <coughs> is meaningless. Alright, uh, another, uh, that's a buyer's question, uh, by Rava. Uh, Rava asks a similar type of idea. Nazir shikilach v'niach shtei sarot. A Nazir who shaved and leaves over uh, two hairs and then uh, he shaves one of those two hairs uh, how do we look at that Amalei Ravacha midifti le Ravina. Ravacha badifti says Ravina. Listen, Gilach sare sare kami baalei le Rava. Was Rava really asking about that? Surely uh, you can shave your hair uh, in, in 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 stages. It doesn't have to all be exactly at at, at one time. Uh, there are certain stages, so it could be in this situation uh, that it is actually fine and he has fulfilled his obligation. Uh, so there's uh, uh, so you would say in that situation, I suppose. 
suppose that it would be fine uh, because you're really just shaving your hair off uh, all but um uh, two hairs and then you shave one hair off and then there's only one hair left uh, so that is a good shaving uh, Ella, Ema, so really what, what should have been the question or is the question Nashra, Echad, Echad what happens is if you uh, shaved all but two hairs and one hair falls out and then you go and you shave uh, the last hair Ma, in this situation uh, what is uh, this, this called uh, again, you know, you, on the one hand uh, you, you're looking at you know, that, that's, uh, um, you know you, you, well, uh, you, you could look at it as if, again, results orientated, or maybe uh, he didn't shave uh, the, the two hairs. One's gone now, uh, but he didn't shave it, and that, that stands in the way. Amalei, Giluach and Kan, and Kan. He says there's no shaving here, and there's no hair here. Uh, the Gomorrah says, listen, uh, if there's no shaving, there should be hair. You know, what are you saying? There's no shaving, there's no hair. Uh, there's, uh, you know, if there's, if there's no shaving, there, would, there, there should be hair. Ishar ein kan, giluach yashkan. You know, so if, there, if there's hair, uh, if there's no hair there, then there is shaving. You know, different ways of, of saying uh, the same uh, thing. Um, no, so, so what, what does the, the, the thing mean? Afagav, afapi, sheishar ein kan. Even though there is no hair here. Mitzvat kulach ein kan. Uh, the mitzvah of shaving uh, is, uh, is, is also not here because the guy didn't do what he was supposed to uh, at that situation. All right. Uh, okay, so that, that is that. And now we have a short little um, Mishnah and Gomorrah piece. Uh, in fact, we have t- two of those uh, coming up. Uh, a short little Mishnah as well. Nazi Chofev, Mephas Face. Aval law sorek. Nazir is allowed uh, to put shampoo uh, on his head and uh, separate his hair. He's allowed to brush his hair. Um, well, we'll see about brushing. Maybe there's just uh, separating your hair uh, with your fingers. Uh, we're not worried. Um, uh, 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 th- th- you're not worried that his hair is going to fall out. Aval law sorek. He's not allowed to brush. Uh, his hair. Now, this is obviously talking about uh, with with a with a strong comb or a brush or something like that. That is definitely going to pull hairs out, as we're going to see. Uh, it says, who is the uh, the tanu who says that you can shampoo and separate your hair? Mani, who is that? Rabbi Shimon. He. This is Rabbi Shimon. Mutar. And normally we used to sing this uh, when it comes to the laws of Shabbat. Uh, but here we see that it is a general principle that Rabbi. Shimon holds. Uh, it says uh, that uh, if you do something unintentionally, uh, it is permitted. Uh, and yeah, there's no intention uh, to pull your hair out. Uh, you're just doing a normal thing. Might happen uh, that there, there may be a hair that falls out, but that is not your intention. So therefore, uh, if you don't intend it to happen, uh, then it is muta. Aval law sorek but he's not allowed to comb his hair. Uh, uh, that is uh, going down. Uh, that goes back uh, to the rabbi's opinion now. And and it just asks uh, in rhetorically, Rasha Rabbi Shimon, Vasefer Rabbanan, does it make sense to say uh, the first part uh, of uh, the, the Mishnah is like Rabbi Shimon's opinion and the second part is like the Rabbis? Normally we don't like that. Uh, normally we, we like to say that uh, the, uh, the Halakha uh, it follows one opinion in a Mishnah. Uh, so Amarava. Um, uh, so Rabbi says no Kula Rabbi Shimoni really the whole opinion is Rabbi Shimon Kula Sarek Lasir 
Minin Medudalot Mitkaven. So uh, anyone who really combs his hair, I suppose you're combing it in a very hard way, uh, really what you want to do uh, is that you want to take off any hairs uh, that like uh, hang down, literally. Uh, they're, they're stray hairs, they hang down, and therefore uh, you have intention to do that. You want to like, break off any uh, hair that's uh, not, not on your scalp properly, and therefore uh, you want to do it. So even Rabbi Shimon could hold that, and then that leads on, uh, you know, even in the situation where Rabbi Shimon says that uh, the, you, um, uh, you know, you, you, unintentional acts are permitted, uh, really what, uh, what is, there's no, there could be an application here of psikrosha. That, uh, that you de- it's definitely going to happen, and therefore uh, Rabbi Shimon would not allow that. Okay, next, a short uh, mission of Gomorrah piece. Rabbi Shmael, Rabbi Shmael says, Lo Yachov, Adama, you're not allowed to uh, shampoo your hair with earth. Because it will make his hair fall out. All right, and um, uh, the Gomorrah picks up. Uh, the question is uh, about the wording in the Mishnah. Ibalhu, Mipinai Shehi, Masharait, Etasar. Tanan, is that how we read it? Because it removes hair, I in general. Or do we say uh, because of uh, removing hair? Tanan. In other words, uh, even though uh, this this um, uh, you you know you make a blanket thing uh, against uh, types of using earth uh, in your hair uh, because of the fact that certain types of earth uh, do uh, pull hairs out. So we make a blanket decree. Or do we just say, uh, listen, uh, uh, you know maybe it's just earth in general or not? You know, and, and some, even though that some earth uh, doesn't remove hair, we, we can't use those as well because the types that remove. The first part would say uh, that you would be allowed to use earth if it doesn't, uh, and, and that's it. But the second one is no, we make a blanket rule against all earth because some do. Lema. Uh, <coughs> practically what difference it is uh, again so we, we've I've kind of explained it outside uh, it could be a type of earth that doesn't remove the hair uh, it says if you say that uh, even though we know that it doesn't take off the hair but if you teach the second way uh, that it says because uh, um, I mean it's the first way, uh, if you say the first way, uh, that it will remove the earth, uh, I mean the hair, and then, then if you know that there's, uh, you know, kind of almost in inverted commas, mild uh, type of... Uh, 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 earth as well that doesn't take out your hair, uh, well then that's fine. However, if you say that it's uh, because of earth in general, uh, it says klal klal law. We say that in any case you're not allowed uh, to to, uh, to to use any earth because you could use end up using uh, the wrong one. Uh, and the Gomorrah does not answer this and leaves it unresolved uh, with a taku. Okay, uh, next Mishnah, uh, and this and this Mishnah now moves on uh, into uh, uh, issues of hat, uh, uh, Hasra, uh, where we go and we warn um, <coughs> uh, people and exactly w- w- you know when warnings have to be. Uh, so we start off and say Nazir she shotiyain kolayom, and Nazir is drinking wine the whole day. Uh, then he's only liable uh, to get one set of lashes. However, Amrulo al tishte al tishte v'hu shotei 
However, if a person was warning him at intervals, uh, don't don't drink, and then and then he drank straight away uh, all of those uh, wines straight away, and then uh, all of those times, uh, each of those separate infractions, he gets lashes. Uh, and uh, that's it. So he should say, Chayav akol echad v'chad. He's liable for every single one. And Chaya megaleh kol hayom. If he's um, shaving all day, uh, you know, plucking out one hair at a time, you know, ain't no Chayav elechad. So still, you know, even though you've taken off your whole hair and beard or whatever, then uh, you're still liable just once. Uh, but again, Amrulo al tegaleh al tegaleh. Uh, um, if you it's, they say don't shave don't shave separates it into individual occurrences and then he goes and he shaves um, and uh, he'd be liable for each time they warn him uh, alright so the third thing that uh, Nazi is not allowed to do uh, drinking wine uh, uh, bec- uh, shaving and now becoming Tameh uh, if the guy is becoming uh, impure to, to corpses, touching corpses the whole day, then he's liable only once. Amrilo, al titameh, al titameh. If they, you know, if you say to him, don't become impure uh, numerous times, and then he becomes impure, uh, he is liable for every single one. Now, uh, the Gomorrah is uh, really going to um, discuss. Um, uh, you know, like how, you know, surely it's one thing to say uh, that you pull out one hair and then you pull out another hair. <laughs> or you drink wine and then you drink more wine. Uh, but the Gomorrah's question is really going to be, how can it be that you become more tame? Once you're a tame mate, surely you're a tame mate. How does it work uh, to, to become more tame mate? Okay, so the Gemara picks up and uh, says as follows, and, and uh, to understand this exactly, Itmar, uh, we're just going to actually see some verses. Itmar, Amar Rabba Barachana, Mikra Malay de Barakatov. So the, the, uh, the verse says, uh, Tame. So you know, he, the, he should not become Tame, and this is talking about verse 7 uh, in chapter 6 of Bamidbar. Uh, let says uh, al it says even their mother, their father, or the mother, the brother, the sister should die. They're not allowed to become defiled for them. Any of them because uh, they've got this special nezer, uh, this crown, this hair set apart for Hashem uh, is on their head, uh, and that's it. Uh, but then the previous verse, verse 6, chapter 6, says, uh, All the days of his Nazirship uh, that he set aside for Hashem, our nefesh mate, loyavo. He's not allowed to go in uh, where there is a dead person. So now we've got uh, that it says you, you can't become Tame and you can't go in. Uh, so the Gemara picks up and says, uh, To go along and warn him against Tuma. Uh, so there, there's a warning warning against both Bia coming into a house uh, where there is a corpse eye and that, that will make you uh, tum over what's known as tumat oil uh, tumma via tent and also uh, the, the, the tumma of touching a dead person uh, the, the, that's what it seems to be Lazaro uh, ala tumma that to warn against tumma i.e. touching a dead person and then ala Bia uh, coming into a house where there is a, a dead person of all tumma uh, tumma law uh, says uh, the the um, rabbi in the name of Ravuna, he says that that. But uh, if, what happens if you were uh, tame and then you became uh, touched another uh, dead body? Uh, you that that is you'll only get one set of lashes uh, for that because that's not adding on uh, to it. So now that is 
Rabbi the name Rav Huna. Rav Yosef Amar. Rav Yosef says Eloim by Hashem's name. You know, I swear. You know, what are you saying? It says Amar Rav Huna. Rav Huna actually says Afilu Tuma Vatuma. No, Rav Huna would hold even uh, one one Tuma after another if you came impure uh, via a corpse and then you became impure again via a corpse. You would get two sets of lashes. Uh, how do I know that? Amar Rav Huna, uh, because Rav Huna says Nazir Shayam made bevet karot. Nazir standing in a cemetery. Voshito lo mate mate or mate okay. So what happens is uh, the, the Nazir's in a cemetery and he's he's tummy already and uh, they gave um, literally his corpse, I the corpse of a relative of his uh, to him. Uh, also even or mate okay or even another uh, corpse to him. Uh, it says vanagabo and he touched it. Uh, then it'd be uh, uh, liable uh, for that touching. So am I. Uh, the Gemara says, why would that be? Hi, Matamebekayim. Already he's standing in a cemetery, and but the assumption is when you're standing in a cemetery, uh, you must have uh, walked over a grave or done something like that or been in contact uh, with a, a dead person. Uh, and, and therefore, you're already uh, Tame. We had that uh, uh, a few weeks ago in the Gemara where, where the, uh, can you accept being a Nazi in a cemetery and we ultimately said that you could uh, accept it even though you were in a, ter- a source of, uh, you were in a place of Tumah. Ella, love Shmamina, so therefore what do we learn from there? Amarafuna. Uh, so therefore surely we should say that Rav Huna holds that even Tuma and Tuma in other words when you are uh, uh, even though you're already Tame uh, by becoming more Tame uh, or another uh, uh, element or another uh, type of Tuma uh, the, then what happens is you get lashed uh, for that additional uh, tumor. All right, even though that uh, on a status point, you can't become more tame to a mate, uh, and that's it. So I think there is machloket, as I understood it, uh, not that I've seen it inside, but uh, Rabbi Rosner mentioned between uh, the Rambam and the Rivet, etc., whether there's actually an extra day. So if a person touched uh, tumor uh, on, 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 on a specific day and then he touched it the next day, where he's actually adding on uh, to the level of tumor, maybe that's what the argument uh, is about as well. Anyway, eight um, by so by says coin shaya law mate munach al So what happens is if a coin has got a corpse on his shoulder, so literally he's like right there touching a dead uh, body, voshito law mate and then they gave him uh, another mate, mate or mate other his relative of someone else, and he touched it. Yachol you chayv. You might think that he is chayv. Tamud lomar lo yechalam. No, because it talks about this talking about a coin cuddle uh, but actually a coin cuddle in the in the in his restrictions of not becoming tame to anyone uh, is very similar really to a, uh, a nazir who also cannot become tame to anyone uh, there are no exceptions as opposed to a normal coin uh, who can become tame for these seven close uh, relatives mother father brother sister son daughter and, and wife and uh, it, um, yeah all of that stuff but anyway that's um, that's what you think. So I said, lawyer halal. Uh, the Quran Gadol uh, can't become halal. Uh, uh, this is talking about a person who is ready not defiled by, uh, uh, by becoming impure uh, with the dead. And this Quran is already touching uh, the dead body. Uh, he's literally uh, you know, carrying a dead body. So how much worse can you get the, the more mukhulal can you be than that? How much more profaned uh, could, you, could you do that? Uh, so the Amalai. Uh, 
so that was a biased question. Amalai, Rav Yosef said back to him, Kashi, If you say uh, that uh, there is not, uh, you can't you can't become like more tame. Uh, if you would say that that is the case, uh, you know, like like regard with this kohen that's carrying a dead body and he touches something else, you might think that he's more becomes more tame. No, he's really uh, tame. Uh, if, if that's your if that's your contention, uh, what about our Mishnah? What about a Mishnah? It says, Did none? I am a Matamelamatim Koleum. If a guy was touching dead people all day, Ainochaev Elachad, then he's only liable once because it's like one continuous action, same as drinking wine or shaving your hair. It's like one long action and there's no differentiation in between. However, Amrilo, Al Tetame, But if the person, if someone else would come up to him and warn this guy and say, Listen, don't become impure, don't become impure, then that splits it up into uh, different uh, uh, types of uh, or, or different awarenesses really and therefore he's liable for each and when each and every single one that he does uh, but according to you if you can't become more tame than tame mate uh, then uh, you know with with tamay mate how, you know how much worse can you get you can't become more tamay mate an extra level of tamay mate no you aren't a tame, uh, the same amount of time why should the Mishnah say that it should be liable for separate things? Surely, once you've reached that level of Tumah, it doesn't make a difference uh, how many times uh, you become Tumah. You've already, you already reached uh, or descended uh, to that uh, state of impurity. Ella, Kasha had a day. So therefore, uh, the Mishnah and the Brata are difficult for each other. Uh, so the Gemara says, how do we answer that law, Kasha? Uh, we say, uh, the, the, uh, what are we talking about? Kan, uh, really, yeah, we're talking about uh, a brata where he's, he's touching a, a dead person at the same time, uh, at the second corpse, the, the time that he was touching the first one. We said you know, the, the idea of the coin carrying a mate on his shoulder and then uh, having another mate stretched out to him and he touches it. The same thing with a Nazi. Ah, he's touching two corpses at the same time. Uh, there's no additional uh, amount of impurity and therefore uh, you can't uh, discuss the, the tumor of tumor, as opposed to kan uh, as opposed to the Mishnah, uh, where uh, you weren't touching it at the same time. Uh, he touched the first corpse, and then later on, uh, later on in that day, after he separated himself from the first one, uh, he, he touched the second one, uh, and that is like another violation of of tumor, uh, and that would be problematic. Uh, but kiburin uh, is it really true uh, that um, uh, if you touch a corpse at the same time as you're touching something else? Uh, it doesn't that apply to Rata on a on a Torah level Rabbi Yisak by Yosef I'm a Rabbi Yana. Rabbi Yisak by Yosef says that Rabbi Yana says Lo Amru Tuma B'Kiburin Ella Lo Tuma V'Kochim. Uh, when it talks about touching uh, a corpse at the same time, uh, that only make, makes you impure uh, with truma and kochim, right? Uh, so in other words, uh, if you touch someone who was touching a dead body, uh, you will become tame uh, for for. Um, uh, and, and be unable uh, to eat truma and kochim, okay, uh, then you become tame like for seven days. However, aval, lenazir, vose pesach. However, if you touch someone who was touching a corpse at that, at that time, uh, then uh, you, you don't become lenazir, uh, uh, you know, for, uh, whether he has to shave his hair, uh, he has to bring offerings, he's lost his, his things, and, and, and someone who's uh, going to do the pesach offering uh, does not apply. Uh, law, that's what we say, that, that 
that halacha does not play. E amata dorata mashna. If you would say that uh, um, you know this was a dorata level, uh, well then you know what would be the difference if you tame for seven days uh, for truma and kochim uh, that you you would say that you uh, if you touch someone that's touching a, a dead body uh, you'd be be tame for seven days for truma and kochim. Uh, surely that should apply across the board and should knock out your nizirot and it should also knock out the pesach. How do we uh, by the fact that we differentiate uh, between those two means uh, that they are different and uh, uh, and uh, uh, we, we, the fact that, sorry, that we make the distinction between those two shows that this is a rabbinic law, not uh, something from a derata thing. And the Gemara says, no, can uh, what are we talking about here? Uh, no, it's, it's where you, one touch one person touch another person. If one person touch another person, well, they were touching a corpse. Uh, the, 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 the first person um, uh, is only uh, rabbinic. Um, uh, but uh, you know, if, if um, it's uh, it, um, <coughs> uh, that's it. So uh, yeah, so so that you know, A touches B, and B is touching the corpse, which is uh, C in this thing. So Adam by Adam can vechibero Adam by mate. Uh, whereas uh, if uh, the, the we were talking about a person touching a, 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 a corpse itself, right? And uh, if you're touching the corpse itself, uh, then you you link to it, uh, you know, via tumor, and then uh, you know, and any 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 touches another corpse as well, uh, then you are liable uh, for that as well. So therefore, aval tumat tumat dulo. The fact that you are, you know, that, that's why the rabbis say it's the person who touches uh, someone who's touching a corpse. Um, you know, then, um, um, yeah. So, so if, sorry. The, the way it works is that uh, if you if you touch it and then you touch again. In other words, you you became impure via corpse and then you touch another corpse while still in t- contact with the first corpse. You're not liable for the second one uh, because Dahai Mitame Bakaim. He's already standing in his own state of impurity. Okay, and um, uh, and that's it. So you know, actually, um, even though. Um, we are we are still very much uh, in the in the middle of the sugya. Uh, that is probably a, a good place to stop, uh, and 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 therefore we will, uh, and everyone should have a, a great day.